0: RTHK The News at 1 o'clock with Andrew Shirovsky. The top stories, Lee Qiang is elected as the nation's new premier by the National People's Congress at a plenary session in Beijing. A labor sector legislator calls on the administration to give more details about the prosecutions over a fatal crane collapse. And health authorities are to discuss the possibility of regular COVID vaccinations. The National People's Congress has elected Li Qiang as the country's new premier during a plenary session. Kelly Yu reports from Beijing.
1: A total of 2,936 of the 2,947 members present at the meeting in the Great Hall of the People voted yes, with three voting against and eight abstentions. Li Qiang, who was nominated by President Xi Jinping, will replace Li Keqiang as the nation's second in command. He was a member of the Politburo Standing Committee and the former Communist Party Chief of Shanghai. He served as Xi's chief of staff between 2004 and 2007, when the president was provincial party secretary of eastern China's Zhejiang province. During the same session, Zhang Youxia and He Weidong were chosen as vice chairman of the Central Military Commission. Liu Jingguo was elected director of the National Commission of Supervision, Zhang Jun was elected president of the Supreme People's Court, and Ying Yong was elected procurator general of the Supreme People's Procuratorate. Meanwhile, DAB Chairwoman Starry Lee was elected as Hong Kong's sole delegate to the NPC Standing Committee. She would take up the seat vacated by her party colleague, Tam Yu Chong.
0: A labor sector lawmaker has urged the government to release details of the prosecutions relating to a fatal crane collapse. The crane toppled onto containers at a Sao Ma Ping construction site last September, killing three workers the labor department said on monday it had initiated 67 prosecutions but chao siu chung says the announcement was not detailed enough he says this is in contrast with how the government dealt with the prosecutions over the mirror boy band concert incident in which a giant video screen fell from a height last july On an RTHK radio program, he said the department released a detailed report and prosecutions list over the Mirror incident, but has provided incomplete information about the crane collapse. Which companies are you prosecuting and on what charges? No details are available to the public. Did this incident gain less public attention? Actually, no. Three people died in this incident. The government should attach more importance to this incident. We highly suspect that the Labor Department has not released the details due to time constraints as they instigated the prosecutions on the last day of the prosecution period. The prosecution period is six months. A government expert advisor says now the coronavirus epidemic has ended, health authorities will discuss at the end of this month whether or not to make providing COVID jabs a regular practice. Speaking on a radio program, David Hoy said he expects the arrangement will be similar to that of influenza jabs. But he says the Center for Health Protection will discuss the details after the World Health Organization issues guidelines on whether or not COVID jabs should be administered on a regular basis. The WHO vaccine group
2: actually will meet on the 20th and 21st of this month, and they will recommend whether there is need to regularly vaccinate with the COVID vaccine. So I think pending the outcome, it is quite likely that it will be coming a bit like influenza vaccination schedule. So I guess the elderly, those who have chronic illness, those who are immunocompromised, they will definitely need to have regular checks. But the frequency, we need to wait for the recommendation by the Show probably, you know, maybe every 12 months or so.
0: Separately, reflecting on the fifth wave of COVID in the first half of last year, Dr. Hoy said home quarantine should have been implemented earlier.
3: The former UN Secretary-General Ban Ki-moon and the former Prime Minister of New Zealand Helen Clark are among those criticising the way low- and middle-income countries couldn't access COVID vaccines in the early stages of the global rollout. The signatories say they want to see more international support for attempts to share mRNA vaccine technology with producers in poorer countries. And they want to see the principles of equity and human rights written into a new pandemic accord currently being negotiated at the World Health Organization.
0: The former clip related to the third anniversary of the declaration of the COVID-19 pandemic. 200 prominent world figures wrote an open letter demanding more equal access to vaccines around the world. They say that more than a million deaths could have been averted in 2021 if vaccines had been distributed more fairly. The BBC's Naomi had that report. You're listening to RTHK. The time is five minutes past one. The U.S. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen has moved to reassure investors, expressing full confidence in the resilience of the country's banking system after regulators shut down Silicon Valley Bank. The bank, one of the most significant lenders to tech companies in the U.S., had run into financial difficulties. It is the largest banking failure in the United States since the financial crisis of 2008. At a news briefing at the White House, the director of the U.S. Office of Management and Budget, Shalanda Young, said this would not be another financial crisis.
2: Our banking system is fundamentally different because of the the changes that we put in place in 2008. For example, they have to hold more capital, they undergo stress tests. So we know that we had to build more resilience into our banking system, which allows it to withstand these kinds of shocks. So I do have faith that we have the tools for this sector and for our regulators to be able to absorb.
0: The United States and the European Union are to begin negotiations aimed at resolving trade frictions over investment in electric batteries. In December, President Biden introduced new green initiatives setting aside nearly 4 billion US dollars for clean energy subsidies, which would only apply to products originating in the US. That prompted fears from the EU that this would suck investment out of its own electric battery sector. The European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen said they're hoping to create an exemption for European exporters of raw materials for EV batteries.
2: A few weeks ago, we had already an agreement concerning electric vehicles accessing the American market. Today, we agreed that we will work on critical raw materials that have been sourced or processed in the European Union and to give them the access to the American market as if they were sourced in the American market.
0: Iran and Saudi Arabia have agreed to restore ties and reopen diplomatic missions following talks brokered by Beijing. Kenny Hodgart has more details.
2: In a joint trilateral statement, Saudi Arabia, Iran and China outlined that delegations from the two Middle Eastern countries had resolved disagreements through dialogue and diplomacy and agreed to resume diplomatic relations and reopen embassies and missions within two months. Riyadh cut ties with Tehran after Iranian protesters attacked Saudi diplomatic missions in the Islamic Republic in 2016 shiite majority iran and sunni muslim saudi arabia support rival sides in several conflict zones across the middle east including in yemen it's understood talks took place in beijing for five days immediately before the agreement was reached riyadh and tehran thanked china for hosting and supporting talks as well as Iraq for facilitating several rounds of talks over the last two years. The deal has been welcomed by UN Secretary-General Antonio
0: Guterres and other capitals in the region. And to sports, a preview of this weekend's English Premier League football action from the BBC's Mike McCarthy.
3: Arsenal fans will be hoping for a less stressful afternoon as the leaders, who needed a 97th-minute winner against Bournemouth last weekend, go to Fulham. Defending champions Manchester City may have already closed the five-point gap by then. On Saturday, they go to an out-of-form Crystal Palace. After months seemingly out of contention, Liverpool now appear to be the form team, going for the fourth and final Champions League spot. After last week's 7-0 drubbing of Manchester United, they go to Bournemouth, the side they beat, 9-0 back in August. Tottenham fourth for now host Nottingham Forest with manager Antonio Conte's future unclear and Newcastle need a first Premier League win in six matches to reignite their own Champions League challenge when they play Wolves. Manchester United will look for a response to that defeat at Anfield when relegation threatens Southampton visit Old Trafford. Meanwhile in the fight to avoid relegation, Everton Leeds and West Ham all have important home matches while Chelsea boss Graham Potter can further ease the pressure whilst deepening the problems for less to manager Brendan Rodgers if his side can come away with victory from King Power Stadium.
0: And to the weather forecast. Warm and dry with sunny periods this afternoon but mainly cloudy tonight. Winds will be moderate easterlies. The outlook rather warm again tomorrow, but winds will strengthen from the north later on. Currently at the observatory, it is 24 degrees Celsius with the relative humidity, 56 percent. And please be advised, the yellow fire danger warning is currently in force. And to end the news, our top stories once again. Li Chiang is elected as the nation's new premier by the National People's Congress. A labor Sector legislator calls on the administration to give more details about the prosecutions over a fatal crane collapse. And health authorities are to discuss the possibility of regular COVID vaccinations. And that's the news, sports, and weather from RTHK.
3: RTHK
0: radio free.
1: Have you received influenza vaccination and COVID 19 vaccination? Both are equally important. Getting influenza and COVID-19 at the same time may lead to more serious illness. Receiving the flu jab may reduce the chance and length of staying in hospital. Protect yourself and those around you. Get both jabs early. Keep influenza away. Get the jab every year. Please visit chp.gov.hk.
2: The new law against drug driving is now in effect. Police may require drivers to undergo preliminary drug tests and provide blood and urine specimens. Driving after taking heroin, ketamine, methamphetamine, cannabis, cocaine or MDMA is an offence, even if the driver does not show any signs of being under the influence of these illicit drugs. The driver is liable to imprisonment for up to three years, a fine of $25,000 and disqualification from driving for life.
3: Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe.
1: You're listening to Radio 3 with Michael Lance and the Playlist Posse. Welcome to the show.
0: That's right, we are in our... Let's find the right button. We are in hour number two. It's all about the indie music, the pure, originality, the autonomous, do-it-yourself groups. Got a little music masterclass coming up. Got some Modest Mouse, Flaming Lips, The Shins, R.E.M., Franz Ferdinand, Death Cab for Cutie all coming up right here on Hour 2 with me, Michael Lance, and the Playlist Posse.
3: Day,
0: Here's a little Modest Mouse. Before they were signed by a major label... They were building a small but loyal following, and Dramamine is the first track of their debut studio album. This is a long drive for someone with nothing to think about, and it introduced their poetic, percussive vision to the world.